Okay, hello artist. Um, I know I just said that in the intro. Forgive me, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a little bit nervous. Um, it's just me today. It's just Gabby. I, it's funny, last week when I was talking to Sarah, you know, we, we joked about <laughs> me having to record by myself. Um, and I didn't have to record by myself today, but I just kind of wanted to shake things up a little, you know, give you some, give you some Gabby time. <laughs> um, I guess mainly because, um, you know, talking about and thinking about accountability just has me wanting to make sure that I'm, you know, holding myself accountable to this community and to, you know, to growing my ideas. And I think that I am doing that in having conversations with, with artists. Um, and there's a whole other part, like a personal part, personal practice that comes to accountability. It comes, um, <laughs> there is a personal practice that comes with accountability. There we go, folks. Um, it's weird because I keep wanting to laugh and then I'm like, hee hee hee, I am just in a room by myself <laughs> laughing at my own jokes, which like usually is fine. Um, but right now I'm also doing all of that while like having my face in a microphone. And so it just is a little funny to think about like I'm live reacting and then I'm going to edit this episode and have to listen to my, uh, whatever. Okay. Anyway, um, as I was saying, accountability, I just want to make sure that I'm, that I'm checking in with my personal practice and, you know, finding accountability in my life and finding ownership in my work. It's a lifelong journey, but I don't think that they're I don't think that it's possible to to have complete ownership of your work and um like really be really fluid and creative if you're unwilling to acknowledge and have ownership of the parts where you're a little maybe maybe more blocked or maybe it's you know it could be anything but um we can't just own specific parts and ignore and ignore other parts of the creative journey. And like the goal here in this community is, of course, obviously, um, I mean, at least I hope that it's obvious <laughs> from the content that I've been putting out and also just like the conversations I've been having with artists. Like, I hope that you are feeling like it's uplifting, but and I should not say but it is uplifting and there's a lot more to it and it isn't always uplifting. <laughs> Life is, you know, it can be sometimes sometimes really challenging and I think that it's just important to remember that and to have that represented. And so we're just kind of taking it slow today and I'm recording this on the 1st of the month, which I'm so excited about. I love November. My birthday is November 17th. I am a Scorpio baby. And I'm just, I, I love November. I'm actually feeling really homesick, though, because, like, November, like, I have this one picture of, of what it looks like in my mind because I've never lived outside of my, my hometown before. But now here I am in, in L.A. and 
Like everything is so, so, uh, so not a Washington state November. <laughs> um, so that's interesting. It's been interesting kind of having to let that, like the new reality of that soak in a little bit. But anyway, um, it is the first of the month and I'm all, you know, I'm cozied up and thank you if you're listening to this um tomorrow when it is when it's released thank you for your patience with me um and in in releasing it a little later in the day than uh, the previous episodes I just finished a huge project and part of that I'll be talking about today but man it really it was draining and I was just needing a lot more rest and when I was planning this I was like you know what I need this time to prioritize myself and prioritize my needs and one of those needs is sleep because I'd only gotten about four hours of sleep um not last night but the night before anyway doesn't matter that that's all that's neither here nor there but the point is part of holding myself accountable to my creativity and accountable to you guys is you know being accountable being accountable to myself and to my needs so anyway tonight I'm not editing this episode after I record it because I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bed so I'm going to edit tomorrow when I get home from from nannying the baby anyway thank you for your patience with me on that uh it will not be a regular thing now back to the first of the month um When I am, like, greeting a new month, let's say, I have things that I just, that I like to do to check in with myself about, like, okay, what are my goals coming up for this month? What, um, you know, what am I hoping for? What do I want to kind of put energy towards? Or what am I, you know, from this last month, what am I feeling was missing? Or, you know, just kind of addressing those things. And part of that is, you know, part of that involves creativity and acting specifically because that's just so, like, it's so entwined with my life at this point. Um, And really it always has been. Like, sometimes sometimes I just kind of joke around with myself and um, with my therapist (laughs) about, like, how I, I just at this point feel like I was raised by acting. Like I was raised by theater. There are all these principles that I learned in acting classes and, and things that now are just such like a big part of my life philosophy and the way that I like approach and move through the world that it's just whatever. <laughs> um, but really, I mean, that is that is so anyway, it just was fitting for me. I was like, you know what? I am going to do my going to do my like reflections, going to do some creative reflecting um, with you guys here on the first of the month. And so feel free if you, you know, ever want to pause it and think like, hmm, you know, maybe I, what, what, what would I have done? Or what, I don't know. If you, people, it, blah, 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 blah. See, this is why I need someone else to, to speak to because I like, I mean, to literally in the room speak to, because when I am like right now kind of, um, it feels weird to say like monologuing, but anyway, I lose track of of what I've just said, and I'm like, wait, have I said this already? Where was I going with this? 
what is happening? I I have nothing nothing anchoring me except except my notes. But man, even my notes they can't chain down this chain down this mind. <laughs> uh, okay, but let's get on with it, shall we? Um, like I said, I just I think with ownership, it's not just the quote unquote good stuff, and there's been plenty of good stuff going on. Um. I really just like am so excited and happy with the place that I'm at right now and um, that I feel like is has been reflected in my work lately and I think it's always like it's also really important for me to acknowledge and to acknowledge to you guys too that like that's I mean that comes across in my work but also that's not like an everyday thing you know life is Life is just wild for everybody. None of us are like perfectly going about life doing anything. None of us are happy every single day. And I don't I think that's okay. I don't personally feel like I need to be I think that like generally in life I would love for like happiness and joy to be the trend. But like life wouldn't be life if <laughs> We're humans and we experience like a really broad set of emotions just, you know, for a reason. They're there for, they're there for a reason. We're supposed to have really big, really full lives. And I think that it's more than about just being 100% happy all of the time. We also have to embrace, oh man, you know, maybe I'm, I'm also exhausted. Like, like, yeah, I want to be a happy human, but today I'm, I'm really feeling exhausted I'm feeling like an exhausted human and that's okay like I really like to when I'm having days like that I kind of sit and I think about it a little bit more like how can I love myself more today how can I like what does an exhausted human need what do I need when I'm having an exhausted human day and just being really gentle with myself and really curious um and like oh you know what exhausted Gabby needs to not edit the podcast after recording it (laughs) um or like man you know sad Gabby sad Gabby needs some soup (laughs) I I don't eat a lot of soup actually but when I do think about it like when I'm sad it's that warmth it's soup just came to my mind but really it's it's the heat I when I'm feeling sad, I'm like, man, sad Gabby needs like a warm feeling in her gut, whether that's like hot tea or hot cocoa or some coffee or a bath or whatever. Um, you know, nobody's perfect. And so I just think it's important to acknowledge that um, we're all going through this journey. And when I'm talking about creativity and all of that, I, I just want us all to be I want to affirm that we are showing up as people as we are every day and um, we get to do that and we're not the same every day. Every day we need something just a little bit different, I believe. Um, yeah, so it's the first of the month and I needed some reflection. And um, 
you know, for a long time when I was doing, like, it's interesting to look on how my reflections have changed, like, creative, (laughs) there's something about the word creatively that I keep wanting to say, like, creativitively, I want to add, like, an extra weird syllable in there, and it, for some reason, it keeps tripping me up, but my reflections have, have changed so much, and I've gotten so much more curious in my life about, about things, and, um, I truly feel like that's because of acting, and like I said, raised by theater. Um, in my life, sometimes when I struggle to be curious, I like stop myself and I kind of notice. I'm like, man, I'm feeling really resistant right now, or I'm feeling really like I'm feeling some type of way about this, and then I'll kind of stop and be like, hmm, how can this be more like acting? <laughs> because acting, just when I think about it, I'm like, oh yeah, duh. And then I'm like, okay, wait. So if I were if I were in a scene right now, I would be, you know, I would I would be really present. So okay, how can I make this moment right now? How can I get myself a little more present in this moment? And then I'll try and just kind of like do do something like that. But um like that definitely came from a time where I felt like I was doing really I was working way too hard and I was having zero enjoyment creatively. And I was like, okay, if I want to get better at creating, if I want to um, be where I feel in my heart, I'm like, I'm supposed to be. Or like, I used to really struggle with, like I would practice something so hard and I would feel like I was doing such a great job at it. But then I would never be able to do it in front of anybody. So I really struggled with like voice lessons and things um, because I was like, I know for a fact that I can do this thing that I'm trying to do because I've done it a million times because I practiced every day, all day. Like I'd be in this cycle where I was like, why can't I do it in front of my voice teacher? (laughs) Why can't I do it in front of my acting professor? Why can't I do it when someone else is watching? Because I know for a fact it's there because I've done it and I've done it a lot. Um, but I used to always like get in that weird cycle and so anyway I was you know going through therapy and I was like oh man okay well if I have to if I want to get better at creating if I want to get better at acting if I want to be free in my singing I have to get better at life (laughs) um I'm hesitant to say better at life because like we're all doing life and there's no way to really compare because all of us are so unique and our circumstances are also different but that kind of like to sum it up was like man okay if I need to if I want to get better at singing if I want to be more free at all this I I, if I want that freedom in my craft I have to find that freedom in in my real life and like acting was one of those things that I was just able to pull from because I was like okay well I feel pretty free in my acting so how can I make this situation feel more like more like that situation and so that's kind of where that like, how can, how can this be more like acting thing kind of came through for me it was like, okay, essentially like, how can I get present here? How can I like find my mind, body, my spirit? How can I be curious instead of resistant or um, trying not to attach like judgment or shame onto different things? Um, but also I feel like I really need to say this now while we're still kind of in the beginning of the episode. Um, I am not a licensed mental health professional. And that is not like trauma work is not really the scope of this this podcast. And I'm not going into 
really be talking about like any of that. Um, so when I say like owning owning the the good stuff and like all this stuff, like how can I be better? Like I that all <laughs> I'm not saying like wow, being a creator instantly solved all my problems. I'm just saying that like it did help make it easier when I was doing all that work with a um, with a licensed health professional. Just because I was like, well, I've practiced a lot of these ideas. Like I'm noticing that really what's going to make me feel happier in life is learning how to work through and process and feel things and let go and, you know, dealing with trauma and all that jazz. Um, and just a lot of acting techniques happen to also be good tools for me. Um, in in anyway, I'm rambling. I think you I think you understand what I mean. I am not a mental health professional. And if you are are struggling or you need support, I encourage you to reach out to someone who like who is trained and who can help you with that and who can like help um, help come up with a plan for you to to feel your um, feel your most you know feel most like yourself. Um. Yeah. But so. If I want to get better at acting, I got to get better at life. Um, And so another one of these things that kind of has come into play for me and my like philosophy is we had this professor who would talk about um, Will and Grace, not the TV show, uh, but just as like entities almost as practices um when we'd be in a room working together and this was all about like creating collaboratively uh he would say like to ask yourself you know how can I in this scene be more graceful how can I be more willful and also just in life you know to notice like oh am I being am I being extra willful here should I maybe like just take a step back for a second and see if someone else has like a like you know just giving someone a chance and finding that balance and finding that um those two kind of complementary things will and grace um and for me it was definitely like the will side I had to look into that a lot in class I was like okay so I'm gonna maybe like not talk right away during this um check-in that we're doing because I'm always starting a conversation which is fine but like you know I was in a room with tons of wonderful collaborators and I was like damn I want to like where will the conversation go if someone else starts it (laughs) and if someone else has that opportunity so that's like an example of like okay I was being pretty willful in like chatting during um check-ins in in class stuff or during class conversations I was always like a pretty loud voice and so I was like you know let's be a little more graceful today let's let's practice that side um of course my ideas are wonderful and valid and I'll be able to share them I don't need to share them like right away or maybe I don't even need to share them today what if I like just hold on to it and journal about it anyway that's an example of that will and grace and that idea has, like, really wiggled into my life in lots of ways. Um, you know, that's another one where I look back at things. I'm like, how could I have handled this situation with a little more grace? Or how could I have been, like, where did I need to be a little more willful? Where can I work on, like, being more assertive? 
Um, and so that like also is something I do every month. Um, on the first of the month, I look through the last month and I like, like I said, I just like to reflect. And so one question I always ask myself is, where could I have been more graceful this month? And if you want to like pause and reflect on that, maybe journal it, <laughs> feel free to. Um, that question, you know, is where could I have been more graceful this month? And there are definitely like a few things that came to me immediately. Like I said, I just, I just finished this big project and there were so many times throughout it where I really needed to give myself like a little attitude adjustment or an attitude check because I would get, you know, bothered or angry or irritated about things that, like, I do feel like I was rightfully, I don't feel like those things were right, and I still had to be at work for, like, 12 hours, and it was like, oh my gosh, okay, I need to, I need to figure out how to have, give myself, like, a little attitude adjustment so that I have a better time, because this thing is, like, bothering me, so I had to, you know, do some reflecting, not reflecting, but I had to, I am doing reflecting. And there are a lot, there were lots of those things that, um, that are coming up for me with, with that. It's like, oh man, I want to be more graceful moving forward with like figuring out how to not let it go because like, I think that if something was really bothering me, then I need to process it. But finding better ways to not necessarily get like <laughs> swept up in like, oh, this isn't right. This isn't right. This isn't right. Because it's like, yeah, Gabby, absolutely. You're correct. That was not right. And what? You're going to fixate on it for the next 11 hours of your shift? That sounds miserable and draining. And like, how the hell are you going to do that? And the answer is, yikes, it was draining and miserable. And I, moving forward, can do a lot better at, like, finding good strategies and tools for me to use in that way. <laughs> Nobody wants to be, like, I, do you guys ever feel that way? Like, I mentioned that with, with Sarah last week where it's, like, oh, if something's really bothering me or, like, if I know so deep in my soul or my my heart of hearts that I'm like that was wrong that was like a small little injustice or or you know whatever whenever I have a feeling like that like it's so hard for me to not deal with it I'm like no this is that's so wrong and not in like a controlling like perfectionist way but in a way where I'm like the world will be a better place if nobody does that. <laughs> like it's coming from a place of like, how that's inconsiderate. And so obviously I, I have work to be done there. I, there's work to be done there with this like, okay, so why does it bother me so much? <laughs> like, why is it taking me out? What is kind of like being a little triggering about like someone being inconsiderate? Like, why? Why is that? getting the better of me right now and how can I best process through that um but that's that's not something I'm gonna do right now and that's not what we're really talking about here or we are talking about it but we're not like like I said this isn't therapy so I'm not going to emotionally process everything with you right now or ever probably let's be real um 
<laughs> sorry, not sorry. But yeah, that's like, that is one place um, where I could have been more graceful this month with myself and with the process. And like, I would have ended up having a better experience working on this this project if I'd been able to a little more readily be like, ugh, whatever, whatever, instead of letting like each new thing really get to me. It's I think it's almost like sometimes I expect myself and maybe you can relate to this, but like I find something out and then I expect everything to change. And then it doesn't. <laughs> and then I'm like, but OK, but why isn't everything what is what's going on like I don't I don't even know how to explain it um you see this is again where I like need someone in front of me who can like respond to what I'm saying so that I don't just ramble and ramble and ramble and completely forget where I was going with it but it's like it's not going to be like me if I'm recording by myself it's not going to be like me and I don't feel like you guys will be getting like the best most authentic um experience with your listening if I like for example totally like script the podcast if it's if it's just me um that might work for for some people but I know that you guys are going to be getting the most authentic experience and I will be giving the most authentic and like best information at the time and the most like connected to myself information at the time if I go from more of like a oh I'm gonna like just take some notes and like maybe create like a loose flow chart and let myself get through it. If you uh, have f- feedback of any kind about that, I'd also love that. Like, because I'm always willing to grow. And of course, you guys are the ones that I'm talking to. So if you're like, oh my gosh, Gabby, yeah, you need to have a lot more structure because you are rambling and it's driving me nuts. Um, you're welcome to find a kinder way to say that and then tell it to me. <laughs> I'm not trying to get bullied here, though. So, folks, like, be gentle. Be ge- be kind. Be kind, not nice. Um, we can talk more about that sometime, but n- not today. Um, so, in addition to, like, I could be more graceful with myself. Actually, I can, like, start right now being more graceful with myself. Like, there were a lot of expectations that were really hard for me to have like broken about this experience that I was really looking forward to. And like, I can't move forward and totally like bypass that and not honor that, that, you know, that was part of my experience was broken expectations and feeling a little bit disappointed and sometimes a lot disappointed. Um, so I can be kind to myself right now by giving myself my past self compassion for, for being irritated. You know, it's not like not approaching it from a place of shame. Um, just like, yeah, Gabby, that was a really hard situation to navigate. That sucked. Um, and I also am feeling like when I'm reflecting on this, the way that I I want to find more will and grace balance, I guess, with the way I talk about technique work. Because like... I really do love it. Like big love. I big love technical work. And actually just before recording this, I was doing a little singing practice and like, it felt so good. I feel like I haven't been able to put as much like 
energy into like practicing my singing over the last couple of months just because my voice is more tired as a result of you know working these really wild hours and being out until or like awake at least until like you know 4 a.m some nights um so just you know to take care of myself and to take care of my body I've had to really um negotiate and like prioritize my energy in a different way than I than I get to oh now that it's November and that the Halloween season has passed sorry I just got really loud I just saw the level spike I'm sorry I'm sorry you can't see me but I'm like gently rubbing your little ears it, but like you're the microphone and I'm rubbing the microphone's ears. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But yeah, I want to do better at just speaking lovingly about training. And like as I've been going through and having all these conversations with artists, like I'm reflecting and I'm realizing that it's not it's not going to be I'm I'm not going to achieve my goal. It's not going to help me and it's not going to help anybody else if I'm not also like finding that balance of like loving technique and not, you know, forcing myself to like love technique in a way that is maybe me going like, oh, this is what it, me, sorry, what am I saying? Like, I don't want to decide like, oh, this is what it looks like to, to do that and then like try and fit myself in that but from going from like a place of curiosity like okay so what does it look like because I used to be so rigid in technique and this is the you know this is also part of this um this this rigidity like this is something I noticed or I don't ever want it to seem like my experience is at fault for certain struggles I had. Like like my technical training, I mean, is not at fault for, for example, me not being able to do something in front of someone. Like me practicing and practicing and practicing and getting it by myself, but then totally falling apart in front of other people. That wasn't the fault of my technical training or any of my teachers. Like me being blocked and like emotionally, I don't know, I was about to say stunted, I don't mean stunted, but like it, it be me the struggles that I had specifically with like feeling my emotions and not just shutting down all the time. That's not because of my teachers or because of my technical training. And I think that sometimes when I'm listening back to episodes, I'm kind of like, oh, that kind of makes it sound like I just hate technique, but. It's like a pendulum swing. You know, it's like I went so far into technical rigidity is where I'm like coming from before I was able to like do a lot of deep inner work um, and and have therapy and help, you know, find new habits and tools for me that were affirming. And, you know, that's that's just such a huge process. Um, But none of like the the struggles that I've had were were because of any teachers or because of, like, my technical training. Um, I just loved all of that, and I loved it. I, I, that's, you know, that's why I worked so hard to be able to find freedom in it was because I was like, I know that I love these things deep down. Other, otherwise, like, if I hated this, 
if I hated this, I wouldn't do it, you know? But I was so far in that side that I think, you know, the pendulum had to swing the opposite way. And in the last, like, like I said, when I was talking to Rebecca, this last kind of um, year-ish or so has been my first time in a really long time, like my first time since high school, essentially, not taking weekly voice lessons. And I, I did need that. And the pendulum did have to swing that way for me um, because I don't think that I would have been able to discover like myself creatively in the way that I have been if if I hadn't had like that space away from technique. And not and I don't mean like I gave up <laughs> practicing this last year. I've still practiced all the time but I was able to practice in a way and to like take the tools I have and find a way that like felt good and felt affirming. And now I feel really, really excited about like continuing training and doing more because I I had that space to explore and be really curious about like, okay, so what actually do I need? Like if I am pursuing training in the future, what should I look for in, in a teacher, what should I like, how can I better prepare myself and how can I, now that I know and have reflected on certain like habits that I had in voice lessons that were unhealthy and that were really hard, um, <clears throat> you know, how can I now approach this situation like knowing, like, you know, just being a different artist, being an artist who's had time and space away from really really rigid technical training and who's had time to work through a lot of personal things um like how does this artist show up in training compared to to a different a different gabby a a younger not younger that doesn't really feel important actually um i i mean i I was younger just you know because of the way time works but like, it's funny because I was younger, but I was so much more rigid. It doesn't feel like I was younger. It felt like I was just like, I feel younger now than I did then. Um, anyway, like, it's just important to me because I think that just complaining about technique isn't going to help move the way we think about and talk about and train or think and talk about technique and the way we train, like it's not going to help us move forward. It's not going to help change the conversation if I'm not trying to be really nuanced about it. And so that's like also an area where I want to practice a lot more grace as I'm moving forward in this podcast and in this community is like, I want all of us to be able to acknowledge and, you know, acknowledge that there are real challenges and real struggles and real things that need to change with the way we approach learning about art and the way we approach creativity and creating and the way we especially the way we tie up our worth in these things as artists like so much needs to change and with that (laughs) I feel like I'm talking in circles here but I just I love technique I do And I love that my training has built me a community of of wonderful friends and artists who, you know, light up my life. Like, I'm so thankful that my training gave me that. 
And I'm so thankful that during a time where I really in my life struggled with like spontaneity and really, really struggled with control, my training was like the one place where I got to let that go. Even though like technique can be really rigid, it was still less rigid than I was in my normal life. (laughs) And I needed that outlet. I needed to have voice lessons and I needed to have acting classes to be able to like get in touch with that creative part of myself because I had like no access to it outside of that. And so I just think it's really, really important for me to not just talk about technique as a whole as though it's like bad or or like it's a problem Um, because it can be really helpful. And for me, it totally has been really helpful. But I just want to have more of a conversation about like and the point is that we all are really different people and we all have like really really different experiences and so it's like how can we approach and remember that as we talk about and teach about technique how can we remember that different people are walking through life like in my case um in my case just being so like oh my god I need rules I need rules to survive if I don't have rules I'm literally gonna blow up I'm gonna die (laughs) um that kind of like that I had that feeling I was always feeling charged by like if I don't know what all the rules are at all times and if I don't follow all the rules at all times literally it's done. I'm done. I'm done for. Um, and again, that's like, I'm not going to go into that. That's a therapy thing. But um, the point is that like, because that's where I was approaching technique from, like that's just how I viewed life. Those views also like, like my technique was colored by those views. Um, like my technique work was also like, oh, then I have to, like, I don't get to do this art. I don't get to sing if I'm not going to sing every note perfectly. If I don't, like, hit all the rules and, like, do all of it exactly as I'm supposed to. But, like, that's that's just so hindering because it's, again, like Rebecca and I said, it's tools, not rules. Like, these things that you do technically are tools. It's not rules and we're all different. But anyway, like, it just, I want to be able to move forward like that because we're all so different and we all have those things like in our lives that um that are that that influence our creative approach and we're not going to I don't think get anywhere with with the way we approach our creativity and the way that art and um the culture of being an artist are I don't think that those things are going to change if we um don't meet it 50 50 That is a good way, I think, to summarize what I've been trying to say. Like, I want to meet technique 50-50, where I can say, okay, (laughs) I got to own my part and why I'm struggling with this technically. And also, I think that there can be change in the approach here, or I think that there can be change in the way we we think about or I think we can question the line of thinking that got us to that that statement to like that made that rule and so that's what I that's a goal that I'm setting for myself and I want to be more graceful when I'm talking about technique technique is not evil 
technique is one of the great loves of my life. <laughs> really, if I'm thinking about it. I, I love technique. I love it. Like I, I love singing and I love practicing and I love all of that. Um, but yeah, the pendulum had to swing around a bit. And listening to myself talk a few times, I'm like, oh, I agree with what I just said. And I also have like another thing to say about it <laughs> that is that that is like contradicting myself, which I also think is just fun about art that we can kind of contradict ourselves a lot. And, you know, whatever. No rules, right? Tools, not rules. But so that's another thing I want to be more graceful about. Um, and if you have any of those things that you feel like sharing, I'd, I'd love to hear. Um, I'd love to hear feedback about that or about how any, if any of that resonated with you or, or hit you at all. Um, but now talking about the willful side, and this is shorter, um, but if, if you'll recall, my appendix ruptured in my senior year of college. I talked about that in episode one. And if you guys want like a mini episode, I mean, who knows with the way I talk and the way I ramble, it might not be that mini. <laughs> but if you are interested in hearing the appendix story again, let me know and I can I can do a little like timeline. Uh, I can give you the give you the, the story about it. But I'm just thinking about that because I always like I always notice like, oh, Oh, good. This is a place where I'm getting better at asserting my boundaries or where I'm getting better at noticing my body. Um, because like, wow, compared to where I was when my appendix ruptured, <laughs> I'm miles and miles and miles from there. Well, that's great. I'm not going to maybe die because I miss a, a really important health <laughs> symptom or like, wow, just nuts. Anyway, um, but this is one of those things where this project that I was working on, one of the things that was really a struggle for me was the way the makeup, my eventually my skin started reacting to it. And I was in this position where I was like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Like, I don't want to make my skin worse. And I don't want to like have to permanently like leave my position. Oh, excuse me. I just burped a little bit. Um, But I think my boundaries were a little too loose with that, actually. And I think that I should have asked earlier for more breaks. Like, oh, can I try and um, fill in for a different role tonight that doesn't have makeup? Uh, that, like I eventually, in my last two weeks or so of this job that I was working, because um, I was playing a face character. Face character is where y your face is out. <laughs> um, so I was, you know, asking can I give my skin a break and, and do a character that has a mask tonight or that doesn't have a mask or anything, but it's just like blackout or whatever. Um, that's like where you're behind the scenes. So your face isn't even like shown. You're just essentially hiding and like, I don't know. That's, that's for a different time. But I wish that I had asked for that sooner because it did help my skin and it did help my attitude and it helped me feel a lot better in the process um and I wish that I had done it sooner I wish that I hadn't argued kind of back and forth with myself so much about like oh well I need I'm trying to stick it out I'm trying to stick it out and kind of teetering on this line of like oh like almost kind of 
like how bad can my skin get before I like absolutely can't do it anymore and I didn't like get to that that place but I was like man if I I don't even know if I can do like a couple more days of it and I ended up doing a week of like different different roles that didn't wear makeup so my skin could have time to heal and oh my god I felt I felt so much better it was like my neck and my eyelids. If you've been following me, you'll be, you know, you know about the eyelids. The eyelids, oh God. Um, it just felt like I was constantly like peeling from a sunburn, but like all over my eyelids and my neck, like this makeup dried me out so badly and I, it, it was so uncomfortable. Definitely not anything like a ruptured appendix. Um... <laughs> but it was still I still wish I'd acted even sooner and asked even sooner like as soon as I noticed the skin irritation trying to like be more preventative because I was doing normal skincare and I think that like <laughs> it's so funny before when I'm talking about grace I'm getting all deep and now I'm like oh my skin my poor skin it hurts <laughs> but it's important and that's like you know, those are the kinds of things that I need to be more willful about and be like, right, Gabby, th- this is a way you set boundaries too. Like how much are you going to let yourself go through before you step in? Okay, how can we practice going through a little less before we step in? <laughs> We're all working on it, folks, you know? Um, but yeah, so that, that was my uh, where... Could I have been more willful or like better upheld firm boundaries this this last month was definitely like physically I should I should have done I should have been louder sooner about my my skin and and the the pain and irritation because I could have gotten myself out of that situation sooner but I did I did not do that um so I'll reflect on that more <laughs> more later. But that was actually, I was not expecting to go for this long, really. Um, but yeah, I, I think that thanks for listening to me <laughs> as I've shared with you some like, uh, some will and grace like reflection for the month of the month of October. Um, those are, it's just like such an important part of my month is going through and like giving myself the time and space to really think about that, those, that idea of will and grace. Um, and those ones that you heard were definitely more like life related. Um, I mean, like being graceful, talking about the technique, that's definitely related to creativity as well. But, uh, but um, you know. Sometimes I also do ones that are just a little maybe less personal or just maybe even kind of just silly and for fun. Like, oh, how can I, how can I get a little more like groove in my, um, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where I was going with that. Something's moving and grooving. Um, You know, just sometimes my reflections I do are are silly. Um, But I always at least do like some kind of like will and grace thing trying to always like work towards that that balance and trying to own fully my part in things um yeah 
It's important. It's important. Ownership. We can't just own we can't just own the the stuff that we're we're happy about. We have to own where where we maybe could have done better or where we want to do better, you know. If someone's getting hurt, then definitely like, okay, where can I do better? But if no one's getting hurt, yeah, you know, some you might not have to make a a, a big change or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, changes, baby changes, you know, you know, reflection. Um, but I also, you, you got to set intentions looking back on the end of a month and then looking forward at the beginning of, of a new month, fresh, a new time, new chance to, to be intentional and to, um, just, you know, give ourselves space to space to wonder, be curious, like, hmm, what do what do I feel like I need more of? And I definitely am really looking forward to having to exert like less physical energy at work. So now I can um, now that my project's over, I can do physical things that I love to do and that really fill my cup because I've really been missing that. Um I love going for walks and the last like month and a half or so I've barely gone for any like just pleasure walks or just just you know kind of routine walks for myself that's where a lot of my processing happens that's where I come up with a lot of ideas also it just feels good and it's good for me to get outside and to go for a walk so I'm excited about doing more of that now that I am not like oh I have to rest though I have to rest or I'm going to be literally physically exhausted like I'm not going to be able to make it through my shift today if I don't rest hard right now and I've been missing those walks so that's that's honestly that it's as easy as that my intention for this month is to just get back into my into my um like maybe physical rituals we'll say I guess that that help fill my cup because that's a big part of kind of that's been missing in a way that I've that I've noticed um yeah an easy one I'm gonna go for more walks this month and really allow myself to feel the effects of that because I've been missing it just being intentional about it too like having it having it it'll be fun I'm gonna look forward to it if I don't I if I don't look forward to it I'm still going to do it because it's good for me and I will still feel the the effects even if I don't necessarily look forward to it. But it's just, I'm, I got to walk. I have to be up moving and out and about and it's really hard for me to not be able to not, to like, to not be able to do something I love. Like if, if I choose not to do a walk for the day, not that I don't walk every single day. Um, but if I do have a walk planned and I do decide not to go, it's like, well, that's my decision. I consented to not going, but if there's something that is like preventing me from going, I hate it. I'm like, no, this is just what I want to do. And I get a little bratty about it. (laughs) Um, so anyway, that's just my intention for, for November. Also to have a good fucking birthday. I'm going to have an amazing birthday. My last two birthdays have been just absolutely incredible. Um, and I'm this birthday also, I 
I'm just gonna have a great, great 26th birthday. I'm ready. Happy Scorpio season, artists. <laughs> um, okay, and then the last, a last bit of business. Thank you for sticking with me for this almost full hour now. If this was too long for you to listen to me just talk by myself to you, um, <laughs> let me know because I will not go this long. Actually, this is probably the maximum length I will try and go if I'm recording by myself because talking by yourself for an hour is a lot of talking. That's a lot of voice use. Um, I'm kind of, I'm a little tired. But what was I saying? Thank you. Thank you is what I was saying. Um, and the business. I will post on Instagram a picture of what I'm talking about. And this time I will actually post the picture on Instagram because I realized when I was talking to Jay, I did not post any of the pictures I said I was going to post when I was um, hosting them. Like the, the rabbit turnips, whatever they were called, things like that. You see, you don't even know what I'm talking about because I didn't, I didn't post them. I let us all down. That's another way I'll hold myself accountable to you guys is that if I say I'm going to post something in the podcast episode, I will try, not try, I will post it, damn it. So be ready because I will post a photo of our new drum roll, please. I am me collective mascot. Yay. No, I did not get a real pet. I really wish I had gotten a real pet. But I did go to Michael's and find this cute little like piece of wall art that's shaped like a cat. And I was painting it and I was like, oh, I'm using I Am Me Collective colors. And so it's our mascot. That is, that's how it came to be. And we're going to name it. We're going to bond and we're going to name the I Am Me Collective cat. So be thinking about be thinking about some names for our for our mascot and be on the lookout for a picture of our our little cutie. We can look to our mascot <laughs> whenever we're feeling creatively stifled and the cat will like meow some inspiration into us. And it is so. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for listening to me today. Um thank you for giving me your time. I really appreciate it. And I'm thinking of you, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Mwah, 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 mwah. Goodbye, everybody.